This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Again this week, Baruch Hashem, we have the privilege of hearing from Rabbi Yudin while he is in the state of Israel. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And before I even get to this week is, let me just say, here in Eretz Yisrael on Friday, it is Erev Shabbos, but you're not going to believe it. Downstairs, I happen to be in my son, Rabbi Netanel Ogachiudin's home, and his daughter, Baruch Hashem, became a caller this morning. And I can only tell you, there are 50 people or more downstairs celebrating, and because Friday has a certain day, not only is it Erev Shabbos, but um, a day of Shi'ifa for Shabbos, Smachot, and I can only tell you, I wish it on everybody. Daniela is engaged to a very fine Bentora, a commander in the army. He's in a mm, unit, which is with a Hezder Yeshiva, I'm exceedingly proud. His name is Yaakov Kredita, and they should be zochet to build the Bayes Neman Israel, and there should be smachot in all the families in JN, in the AM uh, network. All right, here we go. This Shabbos, as Nachman already said, is a most special one. Except for Shabbos Shuva, there is, and Shabbos Shira, really we don't give a Shabbos the name from the Haftorah, a Shabbos of Nechama, the ability of the Jewish people to have a great resiliency. There we were just this past Sunday, Saturday night, sitting on the ground, and now we have the most beautiful, positive aspirations. And being in Eretz Yisrael only helps these aspirations. Aspirations. Okay, here we go. This week's parsha is that of Eschanan, according to the Chinuch, a dozen mitzvot, eight positive and four restrictions. And if you ask me, the Torah reading itself is the Nechama. What does that mean? Last week you had two mitzvot in Devarim, and they were communal mitzvot. Here you have in this week's parsha. wow, the mitzvah of one, Achtos, the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, the Achtos, oneness of God, the mitzvah, the Ahavta, to love Hashem, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the Shinantam Levamecha, the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, morning, night and morning, the mitzvah of Tzillin Shalyad, Tzillin Shalrosh, the mitzvah of Mezuzah, and finally, the prohibition of intermarriage. All this is found in Parshas V'Eschanam. That in itself shows the great love between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael. I cannot go through the six different phenomena which occurred on Tuba'av. I recommend you take a look at the end of the Gemara, Ta'anis, starting on Lamed Amid Beis at the bottom, spilling over to Lamed Aleph, Amid Aleph. The first two deal with broadening the avenues of marriage within Klai Yisrael. And uh, the third one is, we're taught that the last 15,000 from the 600,000 that left Egypt, who were to die as they did annually on the night of Tish Ab'av, 
they were spared, and therefore that is a holiday when Jews, Baruch Hashem, don't die. The fourth phenomena the Gemara tells us is that the king Hoshea ben Elah, he took down the, um, what do we call them, the blockades, which Yeruvim ben Nevat had put, not allowing, forbidding, hard to say these words, Jews from going, Pesach Shavuot, Sukkot, Tirushalayim. So Hoshea ben Elah took them down, but Rashi tells you on the spot, unfortunately, Russia, Hoya, he was still considered a Russia, as the Pesach says in Malachim Beis, chapter 17, Vayasara b'nei Hashem, just he wasn't as bad as his predecessors, because what did he say? Le'ezeh she'yirtzu yalu. He said, Judaism is a democracy. You want to go here, go here. You want to go to the Kotel, go to the Kotel. You want to go, can't even say the words, to the Avodah Zorah, go to the Avodah Zorah. And we know that Judaism is a theocracy. Judaism is grounded, based, as we have in this week's parsha in the Torah. The fifth phenomena, we're told, is that the Haruge Betar were given to burial, Lo'elenu, tens of thousands of bodies were killed. The Romans were so cruel, they did not even give the Jewish people permission to bury their dead. And two and a half years later, they finally got permission. And every day that we bench, and tonight you have to bench. You don't have to have two pieces of kugel, but you have to wash and bench. In the fourth bracha, we have Hatov Vamitiv. Hatov, God is good, as Gemara explains in the seventh chapter of Brachos. Shenita Lekvura, that they were given to be buried. And Mitiv, God is especially good, that they did not emit a foul odor, which could have caused disease, etc. They're covered up of these tens and tens of thousands. Amazing. Why is that in? The Pirkas HaMazon, many answers. One answer is the Meshachachma says so beautifully to remind us, to teach us that even in Golos, even at a time when we don't have a base Hamigdash, HaKadosh Baruch who performs Nisim for us. Finally, I want to talk about the last one. The Gemara says that Rabbi Rav Yosef Yom Sheposku Milichros Eitzim Lema This was the day that they stopped cutting wood for the three pyre, the three fires that were on the Mizbeach. The Torah tells us, Eish Tomid Tukar Mizbeach Lo There is to be a perpetual fire on the Mizbeach, and you are not permitted to extinguish it. Well, where did the wood come from for these three fires? And the answer is, we cut the wood. The wood, as we're taught in the Gemara, in the Mishnayis, Midos, in Perak Bay's Mishnahay, that the wood had to be especially dry so that there were no tola'as, worms, in the wood. Had there been worms, that would disqualify it for the Marocha, for the Mizbeach. So, 
summer months are Tammuz Av Elo. Tuba Av is the midpoint, the hottest time of the summer. After that, the heat of the sun is less intense, and the wood is less dry, and therefore there is the chance of tulaim, of worms. So they stopped the cutting of the wood, and they had sufficient wood for the entire year on this day. So the day that they stopped cutting the wood, Tuba'av, this day became a Yom Tov. Excuse me, why? So Rabbi Gershom, in his commentary on the Gemara of Basra, Kuzchav Beis, which teaches us this point, as well as the Gemara here in Tanis continues, as a result of this, Demosif Yosef, as a result of this, there was an increase in Talmud Torah. And when there's an increase in Talmud Torah, wow, that is a communal Yom Tov. Now watch, think about it, everybody. I was very excited when this thought occurred to me the other night, and that is as follows. Let's take a guess. How many people were involved in the cutting of the wood? A hundred? Two hundred? Okay, that's a nice number of people. That was a Hechsher Mitzvah. They weren't playing golf. They were involved in a preparatory state of a mitzvah for the Mizbeah. Wonderful. Now that they are graduating from that mitzvah involvement of the wood necessary for the Mizbeah in the Beis HaMikdash, now they're going to have free time, and now they're going to study Torah. Whoa, when Jews study Torah, it's not just a personalized mitzvah, an experience for them. It's a Yom Tov for Klai Yisrael. Unbelievable. Do you see what's going on here? We could very well imagine that these individuals, very nice, they are doing what they are obligated to do. A Jew is obligated to study Torah. But we see from here that the study of Torah is such that it has an effect upon all of Klau Yisrael. Amazing. And this is, I think, the excitement that comes from Tuba'av, that we are a people that benefit from one another. And a person, each and every one of you, listening there, you learn Torah by yourself, you learn Torah with a Chavrusa, you learn Torah in a Shir, wherever, however you do it, you are not only fulfilling a personalized mitzvah found in this week's parsha, but you are enhancing, enriching Klal Yisrael. And I believe that is the essence of Tuba'av as well. If the first two examples the Gemara gives, uh, and as the Mishnah teaches us, that on Yom Kippurim, very different from how we observe Yom Kippur today. But when we had a Beis Amigdash, and please God, when we will have the third Beis Amigdash, 
So I don't know what goes on in your community during the break, but you know what went on in the Beis Amigdash after the Avoda? Unbelievable. The girls would dance, and the fellas would take a look. That's right. And Shiduchim were made amazing. Why? Because this is the continuity. This is the continuation of Klai Yisrael. And so, too, the girls danced on to Ba'av. And that's what we celebrate, that when a Jewish home is created by a young couple, it's not simply that we are celebrating for them and happy for them. But on a much deeper level, we are celebrating for Klau Yisrael because the home that they are going to build, built on Torah values, is a home that's going to enrich all of Klau Yisrael. Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu, how privileged we are that we have such a beautiful Torah which uplifts us and guides us and gives us tremendous joy and gives us the shi'ifa, which means the yearning for, as I always say, the best is yet to come. Shabbat shalom to all. J.M. and the A.M. with a special mazel tov, of course, to Rabbi and Mrs. Yudin and the entire Yudin family. An extended family, how amazing to share in that simcha from 5,800 miles away as it's happening in the home from which Rabbi Yudin uh, just spoke to us about Parshas Yeshanan. Pretty amazing.